Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 507, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always. By my co-host and my cousin Mike down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing good, buddy. That's good. What's new? Not much. No, we're recording these out of order here, trying to get ahead with uh, with my big. Anytime I go away for like two days, we have to do a month and a half of recording. I like we do. Kind of... This one's a worthwhile reason, though, going down to uh, to the tree houses. I'm excited about that. So by the time you hear this episode, I think that'll be like the day before. I you head, head down. down. Yeah. So we're getting we're getting a little ahead a little ahead of it here. But uh did I tell you pards we we mentioned it on a, an episode a couple weeks ago when I threw Angry New Phil Jr under the bus but he uh he took the family and I out onto uh one of his rescue boats mm-hmm. and we brought uh Santa Claus into town in Wickford. They had like a big Santa Claus festival. So the girls Myself was... and Doc, we were on the boat with him and his kids, bringing uh, Santa Claus into the into Wickford yeah. Village. Was it nerdy? It was very nerdy. We turned the court, we come around the corner on the boat, and you just hear like hundreds of kids screaming, "Oh, there he is!" It was pretty funny. The girls had a blast. But you know what's really cool is his son. Uh, he's a little older. His daughter's the same age as my girls, and his son's a couple years older. And he's a good kid. You've met him before. Very nice um, kid. He's a real, he's a super nice kid, but he was like driving the boat and he took kind of your Gina Jr. under his wing and he was showing her all the, the controls and he had her like sitting in the seat in there. So they become, uh, they become good buddies. He, he's a, his, he's got a nice family, Phil. His kids are good kids, but his son, you know, you're the older with two, with three girls running around being silly. And then he still takes time and like patient to like, well, he was on the he was on the show a, a month or so ago with Tony. Made some good contributions. Yeah, he was on our 500th episode show. That's right. Talking Absolutely. food. Yeah, and uh, he's a Disneyland expert as well. But I just wanted to shout him out there, and that was that was cool. I, that was really cool that they did that with the uh, taking the boat into town. So we hung out again. We've been having all these annual meetings lately that you have not been invited to. Yeah, that's fine. Would you have flown up to hang out with Santa on the boat in no. December? No. No. That would have been a non-starter for you? No, definitely not. Okay. Nope. No, at least we know. At least we know. But uh, this week, we have our friend Tony joining us from California. What's going on, Tony? 
nothing. I'm got a couple weeks until I go back to Disneyland. I'm excited. And as a teacher, I've got three weeks until I get my vacation. So you just now this year with Christmas being on a Monday, you just get the one week off, right? Like the no, no, it's still two weeks. Oh, Um, nice. So, but we go up until the Friday before. So we have the Friday before Christmas off, the 22nd, I think, our first vacation in. And we don't go back till January 9th. Oh, which, wow. Uh, which is interesting because when we were looking at which days to go with our magic key, you know, in Disney World, they still call it an annual pass, which is frustrating. But because um, I saw, I see the, the magnets and stuff they're getting, um, they have it blacked out. And we have the highest level that week, that week of January 1 to 7 or whatever. Oh, okay. I think, I think they do. So I know, I know it's definitely blacked out. Uh, oh, actually, it wasn't. Black. Anyways, Christmas is blacked out. Of course, they, yeah. even for the for the highest. But I've been reading that not as many. Not to get straight into Disneyland. Sorry, it's just, it's what I spend my time reading and thinking about is um that it might not be super crowded because since they're doing the daily rate, it's so expensive that nobody families are like for if you're a local family. Forget it. I'm gonna wait. Yeah, that's two weeks off at Christmas. So you might, you guys must not get like a February, February vacation week. Though. We, hey, I don't know how we do it, but we do. We get a February week. That's what I'm going to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hey, so, Gary, it's ca- it's called California Teachers Unions. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie. So I lived in Florida, right? And then when uh, I used to train teachers all over the country. And then when I was looking back at, okay, where do I move from here? I traveled all over the country. So I, every place was open to me. And I went, man, that California teachers union does some damage for, for a veteran teacher. And that's part of the reason I came back. Like he's right. He's totally right. I'll take it. That's I'll pretty... take what they give me. Yeah, that's right. You guys take it. You gotta take it if it's available. If your sister's still listening to the show, she'd be, she'd be on the, in on the next up find those jobs <clears throat> no i did the math Daddy, I, you want to move to sacramento yeah. <laughs> I, I did the math and i looked at different places in the country i looked at like non you know non-income tax states and i had a california credential but i was looking at other places because i because i didn't really want to come back and the math even with the high cost of living was better for me because it was so now I can yep. go to Disneyland every six weeks. So. He has places where he wants to teach spreadsheets like we do DVC. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. it. I want to go out to Palm Springs. There, you yeah. get another week vacation out there. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good move. But yeah, we have uh, we have Tony on on this week because Mike's greatly anticipating his trip out west next month, end of January, right, Mike? Yeah, end of January. It go. Uh, I think it's the twenty seventh into the first or so, so, or the twenty sixth. I'm there for about five days. How's Susie feeling? Is she excited about it? Very. Yeah. Very. Because it's just new to us. Yeah. Because when you guys went, you didn't really get to do anything, right? Because they had the the earthquake or something. They had an earth. Yeah, because of the earthquake. Yeah, it sucks. We got there in the morning and we had to close everything down for about nine hours. When was was this 1906? When was what earthquake are we talking about? Uh, I don't know which one. It was. Um, they said it was like a 5.8 or a 5.6. Yeah. 
And it was the year was God. It's my honeymoon. It's not nine. It wasn't nine. It wasn't. No, nine, it wasn't Northridge. It okay. was uh, two, okay. That one because that was the one I was in. Okay. Two thousand eight. Okay, oh, I don't remember that one. But it was enough where they had to close rides out of precaution. Yeah, they, they had to. Did they comp you anything, or you were just out of luck? Sol, baby, we got we we got. Uh, Pock hoppers and everything because we were just going to be there one day. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, not too much you could do about that, unfortunately. So this is this will be essentially your first trip to Disneyland. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and we had to bring on the expert, our West Coast correspondent, to give us. You don't really care about the lay of the land. You want to know like where to belly up to, what food to look forward to. Food oh, absolutely. I am looking secrets. forward to the lay of the land. I'm not. We could probably throw one of those together be after the New Year's, but yeah, we get a little closer. You want to know more of that, but you're good. I mean, that you can figure out. Do some YouTube walkthroughs. That's not a big, that's not a big deal. But this food thing, we you need an expert for that. I do. Someone yeah. who's eaten before, and I have eaten before. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so different. I mean, you were saying how you know Disneyland is more of a quick service resort. And, and Angry New Phil Jr. said the same thing when we did his, uh, oh, his trip Grand review, Cal yeah. trip review. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's interesting. I think I mentioned this on the 500th show, but it took me a while coming back from Florida, so used to Disney World, where part of it is getting those ADRs, right? And, okay, and I'm about to do that in I have 13 days until I can have my 60 days for Disney World, where I'm already, okay, I got to decide. Which park am I going to go to based on where I'm going to eat and all that stuff? And Disneyland isn't like that. Like, it's not, and I can't explain why. I haven't figured that out. Of course, I think about it all the time. Why is it so different? But it really took me a while to let that go and just, okay, Tori, my girlfriend, okay, you're right. Well, of course, that takes many years for me to say that. But um, that, uh, Okay, no, you're right. The quick service is where we should be going. Where I always wanted to have my sit-down meal, let's make some reservations. And when I came back out here and started going again, I got reservation. Went, oh, is this really worth how much I just paid when there's something really good at a quick service near the rides and stuff? So it is more the if if I was going to say one thing and end the show, it was it would be quick service is definitely better than the. Um, sit down just like there's a a lot less options for sit down it seems like yes and i almost feel like that and i almost feel like they know that so they don't care i mean of course i'm my own what what i think they're thinking but in disney world you have to compete right because there's so many or i I don't know but or, or there's families that are going back to the resorts because things don't always stay open until midnight where Disneyland at such a locals park, maybe, and people are going there for one day, two days max, except for Crazy Mike who can go for five days. Um, that it's no, I got to eat and get back on some rides, or eat and get back on a show, or get back to a show. I don't know why, but yeah, there's not that many. Even when I was looking at, um, I was looking at the menus and of everything just to refresh. And when you click on signature dining, they give you two like, oh there's just two all right and that's for the whole property that's not just like yes. Grand floridian there's three signature yes dining exactly on 
at the Grand Floridian. So what are their signature dining? They put um, Carthay Circle and Napa Rose. So what's the, what, what was the first one that you just mentioned? Um, Carthay Circle is at uh, Disney's California event, PCA. And um, it's supposed to be signature. And I would say, I don't mean to be the, the downer on some of these things, but I will be. Uh, I think it, it, it doesn't hold a can't, it doesn't hold whatever the cliche is to Napa Rose. It's not even close. It's good, but it's not Napa Rose good. And it's the, their big thing is supposed to be the popovers, which Tori was telling me, like, eh, I've had good popovers somewhere else. I remember they used to have the biscuits many years ago. It was good, but not, I was trying to figure out how to explain it. I wouldn't, I'm not, when I look to see what uh, reservations are available, oh, it's available, I gotta go. I'm like, ah, man, maybe. Whereas at um, Disney World, there's certain, oh my gosh, it's available, I want it, right? Yeah. Gary, have you taken the time to pull this menu up? No, I haven't. I got it, I got it, give me a second. Um, Napa Rose, totally different story. Napa Rose is extremely expensive, but you get what you pay for. Um, so Carthay Circle, their starters the range. Um, there's their starters range from uh, six eighteen to twenty six. You've got ceviche, roasted globe artichoke, Spanish potato croquettes, wedge salad. It's a good looking menu. It's a nice looking menu. It's very different. Yeah, well, I you do sent think... me the lounge though. I don't think that is that the same thing. Carte Circle Lounge, or is that just their bar? They have some of the same things, but I don't think it's exactly. I'm the looking same. at the lounge right now, and that looks fantastic. Okay, the menus look so. Let's and I do want to talk about a little bit about that. Like the menus all look amazing. My thing is always if I'm spending fifty dollars for a uh, slow braised Colorado lamb shank. I don't think I'm getting $50, $50 worth like I would, let's say, at Yachtsman Steakhouse. Part of it is my um, experiences with Walt Disney World. So I'm like, okay, I'm spending a lot, but I'm getting a lot here. I'm spending a lot. It's good. You'll enjoy it. You'll probably love it. But I'm not, as someone who goes every six weeks, going to make sure I go there. So I don't know if that I'm, – I'm trying to justify everything. Mm-hmm. But um, – I if if I only could go to one, I would hit Snap a Rose, even though the prices are most likely double. That is very similar to like my attitude is there's three or four different steakhouses at Disney that I'd go to before I would go to La Cellier, and not that there's anything yeah. wrong with Cellier, and I would never steer anybody out of that direction, especially if they don't want to leave the theme parks mm-hmm. and go to a resort for dinner. But as a local who gets up there all the time. I'd rather go to Shula's. I'd rather go to, you know. Yeah, Shula's and Yachtsman by far yeah. are, are way better. So it's it's the whole, the Disney tax. And yes, you're sitting in Grand, in California Adventure. But if, if I was going to have one nice meal, it would be Napa Rose, even though it's going to be more expensive, but you're going to get you're you're not going to leave there saying oh that was okay we're here yes they do have the parker house rolls which are 
their warm cheddar Parker House rolls for 14 bucks for the table, which are great. And the menu looks great. I'll be honest, I haven't been there since I've come back. So it's maybe a decade ago, but Tori had. And again, my thing is like the, okay, $70 for prime rib. It's a $70 prime rib. You better be feeding that thing to me, right? Like if it was at Napa Rose, I'm like, okay, I'll trust it. Like how I gotta much... say, like looking at the Napa Rose menu, it's not actually that much more expensive okay. than Carte so, Circle. Yeah, back so kind of my point. Well, um, just to let you know, I have a dining reservation to Napa Rose. I actually okay. have two, so well then you're I did you're... I'm doing yeah. Well when we move on to Napa Rose, I'll ask you the okay. question, but yeah, I would again, so if I had to choose one, I would choose Napa Rose. It's a more of an experience, I think, than California, uh, than um, Carthay Circle. Like, and also one thing to know about Napa Rose, um, I guess I can bring up my ex-wife. My ex-wife and my son um, used to, and I back in the, used to go to the lounge and get, you can get some of the same items on the Napa Rose menu in the lounge when you don't want to go and sit in and be all dressed up and everything. So that's a little hack. What would you compare Carte Circle to in Disney World terms? Is it like Brown Derby, or is it not even as good as that? I think it. Uh, yeah, I would. I would go there. Um, I, it, I would say because it definitely Derby's has Brown one. Derby vibes, but it I don't does, know if like the does. food quality is the same. Yeah, I think also Brown Derby's gone down. It used to be amazing, but also it could also be. You know what's funny is my problem is is the first time I went to Brown Derby it was the greatest thing I ever had. Then. Just like everything, a law of diminishing returns. I was like, okay, it's good, right? But yeah, I think it's kind of got those vibes. And also, if you only have a few meals, like I would think, I look at it like, okay, you have three meals a day, or let's say two. Do you want to use one of your meals for that when you could go to, let's say, Angle Barbecue, which I know is a totally different experience, but it's a quick service in Disneyland that's unique. That's like, I I look at it kind of like how many, like picking rides, how many meals do I want to waste on X, Y, or Z? Yeah. I hear you. I, you will not be disappointed, but I don't think you would leave going, Oh my gosh, that was the best. I still remember the one time I went to Yachtsman Steakhouse. I haven't been back because it's so expensive, but I remember that. This one, I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. You know what I mean? When you go to a meal where you remember it. Yeah, sure. Which is easier for you guys because you're always recording about your meals right after you eat them, right? Because you're kind of forced to. But that was probably a decade ago I went to Yachtsman, and I remember it like it was yesterday. It was that good to me. Yeah, right. I do too because I went on my honeymoon, and that'll be it's almost 13 years ago now, and okay. I still fondly remember that meal. Yeah. How about uh over at the Disneyland Resort? Are there any sit downs? Uh, not the resort, the uh, park, Disneyland Park. So, are there any sit downs that are worth the the time and effort? I I think so. Um, I think now Blue Bayou. I know. Uh, I'll call him Phil. <laughs> I want to refer to him as Angry New Phil Jr. Um, but um, he said he loved Blue Bayou. I haven't been back in a while, and the reason I haven't is because I didn't think, again, I'm not cheap. 
I mean, I, I spend money on Disney but, um, and I'll spend money on food. I didn't think it was all that, but that being said, you're in the freaking Pirates of the Caribbean. I think, but again, this was a while ago, um, that they know that so they don't have to do as much as they need to because you're in Pirates of the Caribbean. But, yeah, um, so basically it's going to be banged out in full regardless of food quality. It's like a Cinderella's Royal Table kind yes. of thing. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I, if, if I was going to choose at a Disneyland hotel, I mean Disneyland Resort, sorry. The, the fact that they call it resort really throws me off because I think of a resort as a hotel. But anyways, and there's only two parks. But um, I would say that the uh, Carnation Cafe is good as a sit-down. I think that's good. Um, and I think in terms of that, like it's good food, it's simple and you'll get what you pay for. I feel like it's not extremely overpriced like Blue Bayou. Yeah. Also, um, Cafe Orleans is good. That's where you can get the Monte Cristo. I've actually watched a couple YouTubes on that. That looks fantastic. That's certainly on my hit list. I, but that, all, well, I mean, all you have right now is Napa though, Mike. All I have right now for a reservation, I have Nap. I have Napa. And while we're at it, let me ask you a quick question. We'll go back to Disneyland Park. Okay. I've I've snagged a reservation. I can hit cancel at any time, but it was for Napa Rose's breakfast. Have you heard anything? Okay. I'm glad you asked me about that. So when we went about a year ago, I that's the one thing. I mean, Napa Rose, they're all dressed in suits, and I was able to ask the guy. I don't know if he, I don't think it was our server, but one of the, you know, important people with suits. And um, I said, Hey, what's the deal with your breakfast? And he was very honest. I, I said, cause I don't mind. We usually go to um, storytellers cafe for the buffet. And he said, well, the bosses, the Disney bosses, he, he was nice and candid about it, said that he, uh, they wanted to create a breakfast. And, and I said, for princesses and i said is it napa rose quality and he kind of looked at me like mm, not real like it's not napa rose quality breakfast was what one of the guys in the suits who worked at napa rose basically said and i looked up the price this morning 135 dollars oh it went up <laughs> that's i like I, no way no way especially when that person who worked for napa rose said it, I'm sure it's better than Goofy's Kitchen, but is it $135 better? I he said no, so he didn't. I didn't ask him that specific question, but I would not. And plus, you don't like kids. There are gonna be kids all over the place. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Uh, I, I understand $135 why. Is outrageous. Yeah. Oh, I would have snagged it too. Sometimes when I see it, I almost just, oh, I got to take it. Hey, do you realize it was available? And then, you oh, no, I would have snagged it too. Well, the other thing is I watched some YouTubes and it looks, it actually looks really good. Like it looked, it looked better than Topolino's and Topolino's is by far oh. my bre best breakfast on property. It okay, looks so like I a want foodies you to try breakfast. It. Okay. Now I want you to try it because I love Topolino's too. I want to see if it's, if he was just pulling my leg or... I it's mean, this is all going to be written year. off next year anyways. This is a, a complete okay. research trip. 
Gary gave me the Gary gave me you, the go ahead. He said, "You just have make sure you hit record. You have the Pete Werner unlimited uh, budget, right? AMX. So don't worry. Yeah, about so I'm not, yeah, we're not concerned about price tag. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, um, the California teachers union gives me. I'll call in sick. It's good. I got days. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I don't. Uh, you know, I don't mind spending money on food. You obviously don't, Mike. A hundred and." 30 something bucks per person for breakfast is really hard pill to swallow. Especially when you have a daughter that's going to remember right. the princesses for the rest of like, I just don't know what they could give you that would make it worth it. Because the princess looked, experience, you're paying like, it right. sounds like you're paying $75 for the princess experience. No, no, because it, it, it almost looks like it's a tea. Like they have desserts at the end. So it's like a high tea yes. almost. That's so, what it looked like. That's what Kristen said it looked like to her. So you get uh, three tier towers of appetizers, which may include coconut. Co- wait, fairy tale morning. Okay, uh, coconut cookies, cream chia parfait, Chef Louis mini lobster roll, Tiana's famous beignets, Princess Jasmine's banana wrap, and Pocahontas amazing cornbread. Main courses. So I do think it is kind of like Tavolino's. Yeah. Where they gave you the here's the the bread basket, then here's the main course. Kids can choose from chicken and Mickey waffles, housemade mac and cheese and bacon. Adults can select from a delectable menu. Uh, perfect scrambled eggs. I'll believe perfect scrambled eggs at Disney when I see it, even though I know it is now rose. Maple turkey sausage with camel caramelized pears. Right there, I'm out. I do not want turkey sausage. I want pork sausage. If I'm paying 135 bucks. I want pork sausage. Um, with caramelized pears and figs, breakfast deviled eggs, great short ribs with balsamic, I can't say that, cipollini, onions, truffle mac and cheese, and then roll desserts. So, yeah. Oh, just, oh, uh, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I think you should all, try all it. All power to you, but yeah. I, would, I wouldn't do it. That's too much. That's a bridge too far for me. I'm with you. I think you, That's Gary, fair. you and I think the same thing. Like, I, I want to eat all that stuff. But, ooh, 135 bucks. I'm going to see what I, I can get. I pay 150 for a dinner, but I can't. I don't know. Just something about breakfast. Like, you like breakfast more than I do. So I, I can do. See that much too. More. I love breakfast, but I would eat. That's one of the things I'm excited about Great Maple is that you can get breakfast all day. Um, but 135 bucks for. Like, I would feel myself wanting to eat. Can I have another tray of appetizers, please? <laughs> and I'm not sure if they... they got to be making tons of money because if you're a four-year-old girl, you're not eating a whole tray of those appetizers. No, and they don't even give you a break for a kid. It's 135 for yes! three to nine years old as well. I know. Now, one so of the places talking- that you, you mentioned, Carnation Cafe, that interests me because that's like comfort food that's like the walt place right they got like yes. the meatloaf and stuff mm-hmm. you are like sitting that. outside right on main street uh and then they've just added i saw some seating in the gibson girl where the ice cream is i guess because it might be getting colder um but um yeah it's i think it's very good and i've been mul- i've been multiple times what is the name of the, what's the name of this it's carnation cafe, cafe. And they had a uh, a chef there that used to like I think opened the Carnation Cafe. 
and I know there's people listening that know Disneyland that know the name of this guy. Um, and he then basically kind of retired into being the uh, like, like a greeter, say mascot. Yeah, a greeter. Yeah. And yeah, he I think he passed. He might have passed, he passed away recently. Well, recently. I'm so old now. Recently is like a decade ago. No, but, it's um, in the last three or four years. But he okay. was there. Yeah, he was there since opening day, I think. And and then he was working there till yeah. in the, into his nineties, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it's the thing about it too is this is the thing that makes Disneyland Disneyland is it's it's like old Disneyland, right? And there's just that, and the, there's just that vibe. I think you got to try. I think that's going to be on the list parts. It has Walt's chili. Like, how can you not have it? I mean, so, and their prices, I don't think are crazy. No, no they're considering you're on Main breakfast. Street. Yeah. Um, I heard the breakfast is really good there. I have the, not been for breakfast. From what I remember. Now I want to be there for breakfast. But see, that's it's so funny because as someone who goes for two days on the weekend, yeah, I got to be there right when it opens and we'll eat breakfast later because I got to get on the rides before all the locals get out of bed and show up at 10, right? So I sometimes lose the opportunity to have sit-down breakfast, but I usually try to make her go on Sundays. Now, let me ask you a question. We're going, like, I, I looked at when we're going and it's supposed to be super dead. Like, crowd size is supposed to be one and two out of 10. So it's going to be fantastic. We are not big planners because we don't have kids so we can eat when we're hungry and not have to worry mm -hmm. about um you know eating at certain times would you recommend not even getting adrs and just trying to get into a place if we're if we're in the mood or is it difficult to get some of these sit-down places so you're you're giving me a lot of you know responsibility here when i give you this answer because if it doesn't work you know i'll get thrown yeah. under the bus but I would and I will to, throw you under the bus publicly too. Well, and as so, and <laughs> literally, as, I've yeah. seen him and do as someone, it. And as someone who likes to always try to throw people under the bus, I kind of appreciate it because when it's me. But yeah, I think you should not worry as much about reservations. I do because I always go on the weekends. Yeah. But you're going when it should be dead, and when you're going midweek. You're going to have pass holders there, but these are the pass holders. Like when I used to go with Andrew, my son, when he was like four and put him in a stroller and we go in the morning, like, I'm not going to go to Carnation Cafe. If it's, if I'm a local that lives 20 minutes or 30 minutes down the road, I'm going to go to McDonald's on the way and just do that. I wouldn't. And also, if you remember from the 500th episode, Bill was saying that he had no problem getting reservations. And again, he was midweek. That was at Blue Bayou. Or when I'm always trying to make reservations, it's Saturday and Sunday when everybody right. goes. So okay. I would I wouldn't stress over it. Maybe Napa Rose, right? Uh, but you've already got those. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't worry about it. I, I honestly wouldn't. Now if you can't get in, we'll blame Gary. But no, I yeah, yeah I'm not I, concerned. I, if I can't get into certain places, I, I'm fine with the quick serve. Oh, going back to the resort and hanging out at the bar and, and just getting appetizers. So I, I'm not going to starve. I'm not worried about it. But And you're staying at Grand Californian, right? Uh, yeah, it's a split stay because um, I could only get three nights at the Disneyland Villas. So I did a little cash at the Grand Cal. So the reason I asked that, thank you for uh, going there, 
it's you have one of i think the best places on property to eat and that's what used to be known as water whitewater snacks but now it's called the grand californian something or other i gotta find it it's a and i have to explain it because the prices seem crazy expensive for a quick counter service but they're kind of more than a counter service so let me find out i forget what the, i always want to i don't want to say the non oh hearthstone lounge hmm. okay so for oh good oh hey surprise disneyland have a stitch that says someone ate the page a link not working on i'm, it. A, I'm unaware of that what is that all about yeah, yeah, I didn't know Disney's website sometimes. That's because three of us are on it concurrently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. There's too much yeah. traffic right now. Yeah. Um, let me try to get but um back in the day when it was um Grand Californian, uh GC Grand Californian Grill, I think it was GCH Grill, I would use it as a break because it was ice and air conditioned and um they had really good food. And now they've raised the price of prices, but it's still good food. And when you look at the prices, you might go for a counter service. Are you kidding me? One thing I want you to compare it to is what they're putting the prices at that new uh, villas at the Disneyland hotel bar, similar pricing, which I still think is too expensive, but everything's made to order and it's really like chill in there. And, um, it's it's really good food and like just the nachos alone which okay there's like 26 dollar nachos right you're like are you kidding me so back in the day they were small they were they were too they were bigger than they should be for a good price right hey tony i'm already spending 135 for scrambled eggs and a, and yeah, a cup right. of coffee yeah, so no, i'm okay, not worried okay, about these nachos, nachos okay yeah well, <laughs> well yeah that's why everything's so expensive the the teachers you need to make sure you know we gotta get, raise our tax get our taxes somehow to pay for all my days off so i can go to disney world um so the they have a nachos that used to be normal size and now the last time Tori and I went we got it like we can't eat this like you you I would be surprised not making any judgments here that if you got the nachos you you guys could both finish it it's that huge and it's like $26 but that's two people and it's good it's not just garbage nachos for an example for example the other thing, and this yeah, is what's the name? Where, what's the name of this place? It's Hearthstone. Am I saying this right? It's not. Yeah. I'm probably saying it wrong. Hearthstone it's not Lounge. Hearthstone Lounge. No, I think I re I think I messed it up. I get so stressed about saying the wrong names when I know that there's listeners who are. Oh, we don't. Their... We don't. Ju Gary judges. He's an English Nazi, but I don't. <laughs> okay, let me let me double check again. Pards, they have a Shadis poutine at the Hearthstone Lounge. Yeah, I'm Steak. not a poutine guy, though. I've told you that. Shadis gravy, white cheddar cheese curds, and sweet and hot peppers on steak fries give me a second keep talking uh citrus habanero chicken wings no sorry it's g's okay that's the lounge i've never eaten there but they still have the same kitchen g sorry gch craftsman grill okay the one with the, the huge nachos i apologize that's the one with the nachos okay um and what's the i was about to it? call you out and say there's no nachos on this menu but yes, i was giving you it's gch thank you gch craftsman grill you take your notes, parts. I'm just going to have just, to listen to this a number of times because well, you can just gonna... text me. You think I really yeah. teach? Come on, I'm just. Oh, those I'm just... nachos look beautiful. Okay, and they're huge. Like they're huge. So for okay, so here's the thing about the GCH Craftsman Grill. 
is okay everything's well i think everything's expensive compared to let's say a counter service at disney world or the ones in the parks however everything's made to order and it's high quality like this is the highest quality counter service i'd say oh i'm gonna go on a limb i'd say anywhere in disney world or disneyland that's also why it's expensive and if you can see it's kind of frou-frou a little fancy um and i mean you're not kidding you a quick serve breakfast sandwich for 19 dollars is pretty crazy but if it's good food i guess it's worth it i have not eaten the breakfast there so i'm not going to say it's worth the 19 dollars because a breakfast sandwich is a breakfast sandwich but if you get like they're not just for 24 bucks that will feed that will feed two people easy um everything's made to order right there and then their pizzas i have a little story so this is a while ago so again everything for me is like a decade ago but um when they decided to bring pizzas into gch craftsman grill i used to i think just be called g oh it used to be called whitewater snack um they um they had andrew sutton who was like the He's a he's a chef, he was a chef at uh Grand at uh at Napa, Napa Rose. Yes. Come in and basically Parts, like, I'm a nerd, aren't I? Yeah, mm. no, but I'm glad you yeah. So he came in and was like, we're gonna do pizza my way. And they and I happened to be there with a friend when they were like trying him out. And he was oh my gosh, it's Andrew Sutton, because I'm a nerd, like right? He's he's in the grant the GC uh Whitewater Snacks kitchen and he had his you know white coat on and everything with his name. And and then so we asked not him but whoever was there questions, and they said that they like invested tens of thousands of dollars or hundreds of I don't know. Um, let's just make it fun: billions of dollars on a pizza oven specifically for this place, so they would have high end, high quality pizza like you could get in Napa Rose, even though you don't get pizza in Napa Rose. So even though it's a twenty six dollar pizza, it's a gourmet pizza. So that kind of just tells you what's like different about this counter service place is it's almost like a sit down. It's all counter service, but I think it's the food is, has a feel of a sit down restaurant and you never, there's never a line, which there should be all the time. But so even though you're spending money, you're getting, I don't think like if we go back to um, the $135 breakfast, I don't think you're getting your money's worth there or the um the uh what was i what were you talking about uh yeah yeah like okay here i think you are actually getting your money's worth even though it seems crazy when you're getting a little number and they're bringing it to your table that you're spending and you're spending 26 dollars on nachos i think you're getting your money's worth there mike how well do you think a charcuterie pizza would travel from from there to rhode island why you want me to you want to try it out i mean it's a charcuterie pizza. It's got premium pepperoni, prosciutto, sausage, arugula, fire roasted tomatoes, and house blend cheese. You said you're I mean, coming I'm, like the next day, right? After yeah, you I'm home. coming the next day. That could be like a two day old pizza. That might not be bad. You willing to travel with that thing across multiple time zones? I mean, <laughs> that would be a story, would it not? <laughs> and we would we would certainly have to put it up on our YouTube channel. <laughs> Could you also put up all the people that are sitting around you smelling that pizza? Yeah, no kidding. Flight? I've traveled right the... with hot wieners, so <laughs> that's way worse than that's way pizza, worse smell wise for sure. 
But yeah, if, if you I, you should go here at least once. I would do lunch dinner because I've been there for lunch dinner. But and then that's the nice thing about where you're staying is you can just go there. But um, yeah, sometimes I'll just go and hang out there and get a, a soda just because it's it, the parks could be crazy, but nobody's in here. That lounge spot looks really nice too. I'm guessing so, it's the same kitchen, and I'm not a big drinker, so I wouldn't know. But if it's the same, if it's the same people, same kitchen, I'm sure it'd be great. That's the why what's so, it's, look good. what's so what's so interesting do. about is that uh, about Disneyland, the Grand Californian is just as a as a resort, just head and shoulders. Even though there's only now the Disneyland Hotel, there, it's just so. It's almost like it's worse, like if, if it's Grand Floridian, but you know, like kind of on steroids, but there's nothing to compare it to. It's just like everything about the Grand Californian is good. Like, like I, I can't, that's probably, that's why they charge $900 yeah. a night. But um, it's better, yeah. and there's not even a second place that's close. Like at Disney World, there's so many deluxe resorts you can kind of get into that category where, like, oh, this mm-hmm. one's pretty good, but in. Sounds like out there it's like Grand Cal and then everything else comes in a distant second. Yeah, there's the whole Disneyland Hotel because of the uh, the um, age of it and it's yeah, it's you know, old school. Yeah, it's historical, yeah. which I love. I like about that, like too. But in terms of a great hotel resort, yeah. So I did want to bring up that place for you. Yeah, no, that's a good. That place looks fantastic for a quick serve. Just being able to pop in anytime. And Even get some I was like, just looking at the steak salad. We love a good steak salad. Yeah, a lot of good options on that one for sure. Again, not cheap, twenty eight bucks. But I think it's a twenty eight. If they could serve that same flat iron steak salad in a sit down restaurant, and it would be the same price, and then hey, you don't have to tip. So you're saving a few bucks. Maybe I am cheap now that I myself <laughs> say that. That's funny. What other questions do you have, Mike? We got a few more minutes here that you can uh, pick his pick his brain. So and his is palate. this like your is this like your hidden gem? Would you say then? GC. Oh Express? yes. Oh yeah, that definitely like the hidden gem. Yes. Like that is, is there the, any? Go ahead. The, no, that's the that's the place where like nobody knows, or obviously it's never crowded. Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely a hidden gem. I mean, you're eating an because, pizza because people like hang out at the Grand Cal, don't they? Like yeah, the lobby gets pretty busy, doesn't it? Yeah, when it was we the last time we were there. Okay, please, fingers crossed that there's no rain when we go in a couple weeks because it's not like Disney World rain where you just hop out for a few, a few minutes. Um, yeah, we went in there just to stay dry and sit near the fireplace and waited until somebody left their two seats. So we can snag there too. So like, yeah, everybody hangs out there. Yeah. Are there any spots at Disneyland Hotel? I mean, I, I wanted to hit Steakhouse uh, 55, I believe it was called, and then they closed it down mm-hmm. and never reopened. That was on my hit list. Exactly. But what's, what's good to go there? Tangaroa Terrace and Trader Sam's is good. I, I again, as a non-drinker, I don't, appreciate how great trader sam's is but the food i've had there and it's great and um i think it was two trips ago where that's where we went to eat breakfast 
It's like, no, let's go to Tangaro Terrace because I can mobile order. So, um, yeah, you have to go to Trader Sam's, which was the one before the Disney World one. Get a little credit for for that. Like I'm like I built it. Um, but uh, Tangaro Terrace at the Disneyland um, Hotel and um, Trader Sam's. Someone ate the page. Come on, guys. All right. Trader Sam's, you probably won't want to go to because that you don't like the one at the Poly. It's the same thing. I would imagine. But they have good. You can and what I don't know because I haven't been to the one at the Poly. Um, but what's interesting is it's basically the same place. There's the bar side. There's a big patio, and then there's the Tangaroa Terrace um, counter service side. Mm -hmm. um, but they basically share the same patio. Oh, gotcha. There's almost like a half. I think at some point, at one point in my life, I've seen a rope there. I'm like, oh, really? But um, the Tangaro Terrace is the um, counter service. And then Trader Sam's obviously the um, the lounge part. Yeah. But um, they have short rib steak and eggs for breakfast. Ooh, they have um, something called, yeah. They have um, a avocado toast. They have uh, a Tangaroa toast, which is not, it's not like a Tonga toast. It's, it's there, it's, it's, a, it's not as deep fried. Uh, with uh, brick toast, cust citric custard, guava syrup, whipped cream, and toasted coconut served with bacon. They have Japanese pancakes, which are different, which I've had. I don't love them, but I had to try them. They're fluffy. Mm. And then for lunch and dinner, they have uh, pot stickers, court gyoza. They have pot stickers. The panko crusted long beans have been there since both of those places opened. And it's 10 bucks, and it's great. Like uh, sweet uh, sweet potato fries, sweet and spicy chicken wings, and their prices. It's funny. Like I think they could charge more, but they don't. Um, they have the poo poo platter, uh, pork gyoza, the long beans, macaroni salad, sweet and spicy chicken wings for twenty two bucks. Like this is actually a pretty good deal. Ramen, Hawaiian platter. Now I'm thinking maybe we need to go there when we go in a couple couple weeks. You're a ramen guy, Mike. You would like that. Yeah, That's I like do. I like ramen. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. That's your go-to. But this, about... is also, this is kind of like showing the whole, oh, that's good. I would go there rather yeah, than sure. getting a sit-down meal. It's not like all the counter service out here, it isn't, well, let's make sure there's the burger, the chicken, and the, it's different. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times at Walt Disney World, the quick serves are like a backup plan, but the quick serves in Disneyland are are the plan. That's how I feel, and it took me a yeah. while to figure that out. But yeah, how about what what should he avoid? There's probably stuff that people say, or maybe just like just don't don't waste your time. You're not gonna the quality's not great. I mean, you you were ready to say it about Carthay Circle. It sounded like uh, no, I can't. I, like if if you if if uh, you were gonna put it on the card and take me out, I'd be there in a second. Like. Right, but my own card, I don't know. Um, I would say to uh avoid, I don't remember, I had it and I just lost it. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I gotta give me a second. Now, now I'm, now I'm feeling stressed. I had my answer. What was it? I know I've got my list of overrated. Um, let me check. Um, 
those were two both underrated. We already said Carthay Circle. Um, I would, oh, I would avoid Plaza Inn. Not the chip. Okay, everybody thinks the chip. Okay, I know. I'm going to get, if, if there's emails, I'll get emails. <laughs> everybody thinks the chicken is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Like, it's fried chicken. I Like, it's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. So, I, it's, do I like it? Sure. But is it like, oh my gosh. Like, to be honest, the poutine in La Cellier, I know you don't like poutine. Okay, that's. I remember that, and I would go back just for the Lasselli poutine, right? Um, yeah. Because the red wine reduction, I love that stuff. And they have good fries on it, right? Like the fried chicken, I was like, oh, yeah, I had fried chicken. Okay. But I think Plaza Inn is one of those, like, Disneyland places that has such a history, right, that you have to go. Um, you would – I don't think you'll be disappointed if you don't go. And then in terms of breakfast, if you don't care about character meals, right, you care about the food. Yeah, because it's a great place to get characters, and you're in the park for breakfast. But the food, I used to go. I mean, I, now that I'm hearing myself speak, I guess I'm cheap. Um, I used to go because it was a, uh, it wasn't there wasn't a, a waiter or waitress, and so you just got to go and get your stuff, and then you'd still get the characters. So you saved a few bucks. Um, went back since post COVID, and I was like, ah, uh, this food ain't that great. Like it's not worth the, the price. I would not, yeah. I would not waste. Oh, and obviously anything pizza in a Disney park, you know, not to go to pizza planet or anything like that. But I would, I don't think, and I know there's Disneyland people who adore Plaza Inn. I don't, it's not all that. It's, it's so that's not. a good, that's a good one to think about. Yeah. We try not to. Plus they have the Plaza at Walt Disney world too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, if you're going to go there or Carnage cafe, it's no brainer. Now, from when I was there a long time ago, I remember the beignets in New Orleans Square being fantastic. And then I had like the beignets at Port Orleans and they didn't live up to the Disneyland ones. So I don't know if you if you like the beignets, Mike, I would definitely get them. I do the, like uh, beignets. I heard the yeah. churro stand is fantastic, too. The churros are better Somebody there, said the churros are so much better at Disneyland than they are at Disney World. My uh, scientific reasoning is that because there's no humidity but i don't know if that's true Might that's my only thought it because, could just yeah. be the water because the baked goods in like new york are better because of the like bagels and okay. pizza because of the water okay. so yeah you have to get churros that. yeah that's kind of a, a must do you got to get the disneyland churros and the beignets right. for sure i don't know uh, just the quick serves of california adventure there's so many options over there like they got the corn dogs if you're into that they have um what in san francisco they have like asian food they have like sourdough do they still have that place out there the bread place or do they close that? yeah they still have the sourdough place and at one yeah. point they had some sourdough bread pudding which was really good um but um and they've just redone everything there so i haven't been to the new stuff but yeah they have the Bodine, which is a San Francisco sourdough place. Um, yeah. They in Disneyland Rancho del Zocalo is good. Um, the other thing, oh, I figured out a Mexican uh, trade in. We haven't talked about Disney Springs. I mean Disney Springs. See, I'm getting confused. Is <laughs> downtown, downtown Disney? Disney. Yeah. I wish they would have kept that name. Anyways, let me start. It's more like a mall now down in Disney World, but. Um, 
if you are, so I love Mexican food. I grew up in San Diego and I'm a, I'm the snob that everybody hates to talk about Mexican food. Cause I want a cheap drive through where the trays are different colors. We don't know how clean it is, but the carne asada burrito is amazing. Right. And it's like six bucks. Well, when I was a kid, now it's probably it's like 12. And so I'm totally a jerk when it comes to Mexican food. Tortilla Joe's for someone who's not me is a great Mexican food restaurant. For someone like me, it's a good, for someone like me, it's a good restaurant. But they also have their, a, um, a to-go window. And I still don't know how they're charging the cheap prices they are. They basically have like a little Chipotle where you make your bowl or your nachos or whatever. Oh yeah. But it's this, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's a great deal. So I would, if you said, Hey, cause I, Hey Tony, you're the Mexican food snob, which I am. Um, would you go to uh, Tortilla Joe's? Yeah, definitely. So for someone who's coming from where you are, that's a good place to get Mexican food that you don't have to like drive into SoCal to, to get. Mike, I found a uh, udon for you. Ooh. It's at, uh, in California Venture, Lucky Fortune Cookery. They have a yaki udon with crispy chicken. Has mushrooms, snap peas, roasted red peppers, bok choy, dark soy sauce, and hoisin sauce. Sounds pretty solid. That 18 bucks. And then they have a, a beef burrilla ramen, which also sounds really good. That's more of like think, a Mexican. And that's why, again, back to your question about why should I even worry about reservations. If you start digging through menus... I've listened to you enough to know what you like to eat. You're going to find, Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds good. But it won't necessarily be at the sit downs. And yeah. then if you don't like it, it was a third of the price and just throw it, throw it away and get something different. That's true. Almost treat the whole park like a Epcot festival and just go around and try different yeah. Pixar stuff. Yeah. And that's hard coming from Disney world. Yeah. Cause it's a whole different thing. Now I have, Another question. I love California cuisine. So other than Napa Rose, what what are some good restaurants where I'm going to get like a good California pizza or you know some light fish? Oh man, I would I don't I that's first of all California cuisine, can you give me some more of a definition of what you consider California cuisine? It's just like when I went to San Francisco, everything was just light, like just like fish and vegetables. Like New York and Boston are a little heavy. Okay. Where San Francisco to me was just a little lighter. I think any of the restaurants in downtown Disney, I'm thinking I'm about, I'm debating how much space I have under the bus to be thrown. You would find that there's not a lot of heavy out here. Right. Like now that you're saying that, I understand like the heavy Italian food with the red right. sauce and, and I right. get a, a basket of five pieces of bread and then dessert. I get the sweet, not like there's not a lot of that out in Disney out here. So I would say anything that's open, that's not um, like one of the burger places and um, or the buffets in Disney Springs. Um, you're going to get, you're not going to get heavy food. Um, I'm trying to think of the sit downs. 
Like, so you probably would like Carthay Circle because it's not going to be heavy. Like Napa Rose, there's not, I can't even, I'm, it's funny that you say that because I'm looking at it from the other side. I can't think of a place I would go for heavy comfort food except for um, Carnation Cafe and it won't be crazy heavy comfort food. So to kind of answer your question, the opposite, I don't, I think most of the places will have that. Is that a political that's, answer? Yep, that's a fair answer. Yes. Okay. Very good. Anything else you want to ask, Mike? You want to wrap things up here shortly? We can wrap things up. Very good. Now I know this is in the future. What do you have uh, coming up on our YouTube channel? I have a walkthrough at uh, Shades of Green. Oh, okay. I like the resort view- video. I finally finished that. Did, I did you watch that? Did it. you give it a thumbs up and comment or? I definitely didn't comment. I'm pretty sure I gave it a thumbs up because I started watching it at one time and I got interrupted and I forgot that I didn't finish and I got excited when I saw I still had half of it left to watch. So I watched the rest of that recently. Um, That's a great room, isn't it? A great room in the balcony there looking over the first tee. Was that that one of the best balcony views you've seen? I'd love to sit there in the morning and watch people hit range balls. Yeah, just sit there and have coffee and watch people hit balls. Yeah, so you can go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash at WDWBTG. Shades of Green, you love that resort. Obviously, it's love for it. you know, military members and their families. You were sponsored in, and you stayed there, which is a unique experience. Not many people uh, get that opportunity, so definitely check it out and see, uh, see how that resort is. Obviously, uh, all our social media pages at WDWBTG, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Follow us on all those platforms. Our website, WDWBTG.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can uh, email the show, info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Tony, do you have anything you'd like to promote where we can send the hate mail for all your uh, hot food takes? Just send it to you guys. Yeah, just send it to me and Mike, and we'll, we'll relay yeah. the message for sure. Yeah. I'll get the union. They can look at it, make sure everything's okay, protect me in case. Yeah, we'll get an arbitrator in there for yeah. you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I are going to end up with both of our legs broken after having Tony on the episode. Yeah, you, yeah, we're, we're, we're tough. you got to be careful with that. Uh, anything else, Mike? You can bring right. us on, parts. Tony, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you taking the time and uh, and giving us a rundown on the uh, the food scene at Disneyland. Thanks for having me. All right. That's going to do it for episode number 507 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast from my co-host Mike and our guest Tony from California. My name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. And-